Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Music Up, Drama Down, a podcast about music, art, um, culture. Uh, today we have uh, a super special guest and I'm super, super excited uh, to have her in. Um, first of all, let's call my co-host in, Frida. Ciao, Frida. Ciao. Hi, everyone. Hi, Jimmy. Hi. How are you? I am good. How are you? Very good, thank you. I'm actually very excited because you know um, the guest we're about to bring in. You know her better than me, so and I don't really know much about her. And I'm looking forward to um, to hearing what she has to say because she's actually Marisa Delimpichka, uh, so Tamara Delimpichka's granddaughter. So I really look forward to to knowing more as well about Tamara Delimpichka because I don't know much about her and she can introduce herself. So hi, Marisa, are you with us? Yes. Hello. Hello, everybody. Thank you for hi. having me. Hello. hello. Thank you for having me. <laughs> this is great. So yes, um, I am uh, Marisa de Lempica. I'm Tamara de Lempica's great granddaughter, actually. Um, Tamara de Lempica was one of the most, is one of the most famous um, art deco painters uh, in the world, she, ha she has become the second most expensive female painter in the world now with her painting of a portrait of Marjorie Ferry, which was a fantastic painting um, done in 1932 that sold at Sotheby's for um, almost $22 million. So that puts her as the second most expensive female painter after George O'Keefe. Um, a lot of people know her and know her art and a lot of people don't. Um, we're working on a documentary with uh, a group from Germany. It's going to be for Germany and France. And uh, what the producer was saying uh, that I thought was really interesting, she's like, Tamara is one of the best known unknown artists out there. What that means is that a lot of people have seen her art. Her art is so iconic, very art deco, um, portraying strong women, beautiful women, women in charge of their lives. Uh, of course, you portrayed men as well, but I think those are the ones that people uh, kind of remember. There's one that, if you talk about it, people immediately uh, recognize it. It's called uh, Tamara and the Green Bugatti. So it's this woman driving a Green Bugatti. This was painted in 1929. And she has become the icon of the, the independent woman. You know, a lot of people, I think, um, look at her art and her life uh, that way. And I have the honor to continue her legacy and share her story and her art with the world, uh, organizing exhibitions, working on documentaries. We're actually working on a, a feature-length movie, hopefully. Um, it's going to come out uh, within the next two years. Uh, of course, international exhibitions. So it, it's a great honor and a great responsibility, but it, it's amazing to meet people from all over the world uh, through social media. I've met so many fans um, that are just they just adore her, you know. Uh, I had a, a, a correspondence with somebody yesterday that said um, Tamara really uh, influenced her life. She said she was very insecure and, and Tamara was one of her idols and it helped her overcome her insecurity. So how fantastic that, you know, uh, Tamara passed away in 1980 that she's still influencing people and, and, and um, uh, around the world, you know. Yeah, amazing. And, and what about you? What does it mean to you? to be Tamara's great granddaughter, actually. Yes. Well, as I said, it's, it's, a, it's a, as you can imagine, it's a great honor 
and a great responsibility too because um I guess my my mission or what I what I see my mission to be is uh, I want to make sure uh, that Tamara is as well known as Frida Kahlo, George O'Keefe, uh, definitely Picasso, because she should be up there with 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 the great ones. Uh, um, and she was an amazing artist that created her own art, which was um, a mix of uh, Renaissance and uh, Cubism, and um, really created this this iconic art that's that's so recognizable today. And that again, many people might not know much about her life. She was a a survivor um, of two wars. Um, she lost everything twice um, and she did everything with so much strength and determination. And, and I think she's a model for that. And for me, um, I try to keep keep the strength and, and keep <laughs> trying to make her proud. So, uh, you know, also uh, during COVID, I wrote two books that are out on the market right now. Uh, we republished Passion by Design. Um, which was written by my grandmother, Kizette, which was uh, Tamara's only daughter. And we added a new chapter of uh, all the things that, um, all the new things that happen, have happened to Tamara's life or Tamara's legacy in the last 10 years. And then uh, another book, beautiful art book published in Poland. Uh, that's called Tamara as well. So I try to take advantage of the lockdown and, and really do something uh, productive and uh, yes, and then we're just working, you know, um, let's see what else is next. I'm going to Florence for the Biennale uh, this coming October. And we're going to uh, showcase some uh, limited edition exhibition uh, serographs. And we just keep working and there's so many fun, exciting projects that just keep landing on my plate. And of course, I have my family, my mother, my sister that help out, but I'm kind of managing the, the, the estate and, and the, the copyrights and, and the, the life, the life rights. So it's a lot of responsibility, but it's, of course, it's, it's fantastic. And Tamara was such an amazing woman. She was, I met her when I was a little girl. She, she, um, she retired in Mexico in a, an amazing place called Cuernavaca. She had a beautiful villa. She was friends with, uh, uh, the queen of uh, Italy, um, Maria di Savoia, um, the Shah of Iran. It was an amazing place at that time. And uh, she had an amazing house with servants and a beautiful garden. And so she invited us there when we were little children. We would spend the summers with her. And she was just, uh, to me, she was like a queen. She was royalty, you know, you can imagine. Um, she, I was uh, I was just about to ask you, what are your memories of her? Because obviously it must, it's so intriguing to just hear about, you know, her story and and I'm actually surprised that she's not, as you said, um, as known and, um, you know, as, as the other painters that we've mentioned. But I, I think that they might not, people might not know her name, but they definitely know her work because it's everywhere and it's very distinctive, as you've said. And I think it, it's so, it's such a signature style that People might not know the the, the person behind, but they they surely have seen it before. You know, at least once. Uh, it's been used in pop music as well. It's been like um, used as as artwork for like interiors, and I've I've seen it everywhere. Really, yes. like especially in the eighties and in the nineties, Madonna's used um, 
um, some of Tamara's paintings in some of her most famous music videos at the end of the 80s and in the 90s. So I think that um, that definitely people saw her work through her music videos. And even if they don't know her, they will surely know her artwork because of the music videos in pop culture as well. Yeah, well, uh, actually, uh, Madonna is one of the biggest collectors in the world uh, of Lempica. She owns um, five or six paintings. Uh, Barbara Streisand is a big collector. Jack Nicholson, um, Sir Tim Rice over there in, in England. He's the, the writer of Evita. Donna Karan used to own Lempica. She's She appeals to the stars. But you're right. Yes, actually, it appeared in about four or five videos of um, Tamara's artwork appeared in four or five videos of of uh, Madonna. Um, most I love uh, Vogue is such an iconic video, but even mm. even the whole styling of the video is very Lempica. The, 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 the apartment where, where Madonna is is a, is a replica of Tamara's apartment in, in Paris in the 20s. The way she's dressed, the way she her hair, hair is styled, it's very the way Tamara used to, to dress and, and style her hair. So yes, you're right. It's, I think it's part of the the uh, they've used it for uh, some of the backdrop in some of the Batman movies, for example. Oh there's wow! A yeah, there's a video game called Bioshock that uses Lempica paintings and and uh, aesthetics in their in their video games. Um, I can keep going on and on. They've used her books for so many uh, book jackets and um, even ballets. I just got a request for. Uh, they're doing a ballet inspired by Tamara, for example. So, yes, you're right. She is. I think she's part of people's consciousness. Like you say, you 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 see her art, and it's it's so recognizable. It's so iconic. It's her style. It's, it's such a unique style that she created. You know, um, in the 20s. So, so yes. <laughs> and I think you're doing an amazing job at keeping her legacy up. You know, because obviously you've mentioned the books that you wrote the movie that's coming out, the feature film that it's in the making. So I think these are very important things because people tend to forget. And especially nowadays with, uh, you know, the, there's a whole new generation with social media, with um, everything is translated digitally. And I think uh, the, the fear that I have with that is that we would lose track of what's been made offline um, in history, which is the most important part of art. Because obviously, like, we, we've we've... We've had so much done over the last, over the many years, you know, and um, I think it's really important that Tamara's work um, is is available online and obviously with, with all copyrights and protections, but I really think that you're doing an amazing job at um, getting the, the new generations to know about her and her work, because I think there's definitely room um, of, for, for interest towards what she's done. And I think she could be of inspiration for many artists and many, many women, many, many, many people who are, um, you know, needing a strong figure because I think that's what she was. She was a strong woman who stood up for what she believed in. She made it happen. And I, I have only respect for her. And obviously, you know that the artist, one of the artists that I work with, Perla, uh, she's highly influenced by uh, Tamara's work. And I obviously can see it in her artworks as well. And I think it's just beautiful because it gives uh, the, the the new artist a uh, sort of almost like a... Um, uh, a duty, you know, if somebody's inspired by an artist, they carry uh, a piece of the artist's soul with them. And I think it keeps the 
artistry alive as well and that happens in music you know we as an art as a as a music artist myself i'm i'm influenced by a lot of uh, icons from the 80s and the 70s and i feel like somehow i take a little bit of their energies with me and that allows me to maintain their work alive at least that's the way i see it and i think it's it's beautiful to see other people be inspired by by her and um yeah i truly hope that um you know when the movie comes out when all this content comes out then uh, there will be a new um wave of interest towards uh Tamara Denpichka's uh, work and and life because i'm sure that there is a lot that we don't know and uh, that people will be interested in knowing as well um so my my question to you actually now is how can we translate that to a new generation how do you think because obviously it's a lot of work but how do you how are you coping with you know the new generation and what's the plan to sort of um getting them to 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 be interested yes well uh, that's a great question and and honestly for me i, I am still learning um as well because uh um it is hard you know uh, things move so fast everything communications um media um it's just it's so fast so so we have to stay on top of it um we are working on on an immersive exhibition um we started conversations with a group from italy uh i think that's fantastic because uh, i think that um appeals to audiences of all ages and all over the world and it's easy i don't have to transport the paintings they're very expensive paintings we can just transport the you the equipment and that's it it's all it's all design it's the music it's the it's the it's the images um and of course uh, it has to be a great story so that's one way of course um try to be active in social media these kind of things i'm so happy to be here and sharing um Tamara's story and my story with, with the audiences and just trying to be out there and and really communicating with people and listening to people and and um um you know we're doing this kickstarter campaign with you um supporting artists and 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 nonprofits and and just keeping in front of people and um and also i think Tamara's legacy is so in tune with what's happening today you know uh, i think there's a whole reevaluation of um female artists through history uh there's exhibition of women artists uh only in in many important uh, museums around the world right now um women that have been you know totally forgotten in the art world and or not taking um not really considered and uh and now people are, are looking back and saying okay look at these amazing artists that have not been part of the of the classic canons um and this is not just the art i think it 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 um it helps women you know uh they're important they're relevant their their art their thoughts their you know uh, i'm working with a, a group from uh, women in film for the, so we're doing two documentaries one in california and uh the producer was telling me i think there's only 4% women uh directors in the world so these things need to change tamara was one of the of the first i think uh, independent women uh out there in the 20s you know she was living the life the way she wanted to live it um in the 20s women started being able to have a bank account for example uh before that they they didn't even have a bank account by the time Tamara was 26 she bought um her it was I went to visit it in Paris a five story um 
home. <laughs> it was a building actually with a penthouse and serving quarters and she did it all on her own through her painting. So I think that's after escaping the Bolsheviks and, and losing everything. So I think that's very inspiring and I think um, her story is, is very relevant to what, what's going on today, you know, of survival, of um, uh, determination, uh, resilience, um, bravery, uh, finding your own voice, your own style, and, and being a woman, you know? And you know what? I think it's yes, yes to that, and cheers to that <laughs> as well, because uh, we are in a, in a paradoxically, in a very similar situation. Obviously, we haven't gone through war, but in a way, we have. We've we, we've gone through a uh, yeah. psychological war, I think, and and this is why we really have to look up to people like Tamara. I think they've went through. A lot more than we have and they managed to not only survive but to actually build an empire honestly yeah. an empire and through her determination and work she really proved that everything is possible and I think this is the key of our podcast today the core message is that what really Tamara was all about is that if you want it you make it happen and you have to own it as well it's it's being powerful and never care about what people say about you your work your attitude or like never let anybody uh not allowing you to do you know what you want to do so i think she yeah. really stood for that and she it was kind of her manifesto because obviously she went through a lot and she, part of it wasn't even her choice because obviously wars, wars and um, and all of that, it just happened. You know, she happened to be alive at that time. But as a result of it, she created beautiful art and she became this amazing, amazing artist. She's, she's just inspiring. And I think when somebody's inspiring, we need to keep their legacy alive. And she's definitely one of them. So uh, I'll do all I can to you know, make people aware of who she was and how important it is to relate to her nowadays because it's definitely relatable. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So Frida, well, now now that you know a little bit more about uh, Tamara, the Nipichka, how do you feel about this conversation that we had? And um, do you feel the same as me, actually? Do you think that she was like extremely bold and inspiring after you know despite what happened to her all she's created yeah i mean after hearing what i heard today i think that yeah she was a very inspiring person of course you know i still need to know more maybe or i i wish i could see the paintings of course <laughs> uh but yeah but it's it's it, I, what i can say is that it's very interesting uh, so yeah. thank you, thank you so much, Marisa, for um, thank you. you know, for for telling us about Tamara and and yeah. what you are doing to to feed her legacy. Thank you. Um, well, there's a there's a thing that uh, just to tie it everything up. Uh, one uh, that I love her sayings. Uh, she says there there are no miracles. There is only what you do, what you you know, what you put yourself out to do. So um, you know, work hard. To make your dreams happen and and uh, have that strong determination and don't let anything, like you said, Jimmy, don't let anything, you know, deter you from 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 your goals, from your dreams, and and yeah, and, and, and believe in yourself. You know, I think that's one of the most important things. Believe in yourself. Thank you, Marisa. It was amazing chatting to you.
And I am really happy that Frida got to know that we managed to pass some of that info to Frida. Frida, she's 16 years old. So I think it's, oh, she's, she's, a, she's a great, you know, new generation sort of thing. So we are somehow initiating that process of continuing uh, to, to keep Tamara's legacy up. So One last thing, uh, Jimmy, I yeah. wanted to say to you is that Tamara... Um, you know, she she understood uh, self-promotion. She really did personal branding before, you know, in the 20s, before this was even a thing. Because she didn't have an agent. She was her, she sold her own art. She was her own agent. And she understood that that's why she was so into fashion and, and, and um, throwing these amazing parties. Because she understood that that was all part of the of the aura around her art and that that way she would um, promote herself and her art and it, it's hard and uh, and she in the 20s she was already doing this she understood that this was part of the package and I think as artists today uh, we have the internet which is amazing because you, you have access to people all over the world but it's also overwhelming because there is so much out there right oh yeah absolutely how do you stand out that's the question nowadays yeah absolutely so uh, be original be an original you know be yourself i think it's as much as you want to be like you know th that's key for for everything i mean like continue being who you are and i think i think it's good to be aware of the trends but if you want to be a pioneer or just true to yourself you kind of need to make your trends as well and make them popular in a way yeah. so so it is a lot of work so yeah um uh, it's it's a never-ending story really with with being an artist and sustaining yourself as such as well but i think it's, it's, it's as i said it's inspiring and uh, definitely um let's continue keeping tamara's legacy up as much as mm -hmm. possible because it's needed in the world right now so thank you thank you both for having me oh thank you thanks to you marisa thank you yeah.